Welcome to the Solo Women Travel Tribe podcast, where life coach and solo travel expert, Zena, teaches you how to feel confident, empowered, and prepared to take on any solo travel experience. Here is your host, who is not afraid to say it like it is, Zena Jones. Hello, my fellow free spirits. Welcome back to the podcast. So happy to be here with you all. Today is my last almost last day of work for the year. (laughs) Maybe we'll see about that. (laughs) I decided last minute to um, host a free training and provide some extra value to my current clients during the break. So yeah, I decided to make a few changes. So it was going to be my last day of work for the year and it's kind of not really, but never mind. I'm still excited. (laughs) So with that being said, this is due to drop, I think, the 30th of December, New Zealand time. So I just want to wish you all a happy new year, happy holidays, all the things. I wish you an incredible 2022. And if you're listening to this in the future, I just wish you an incredible year, day, life, week, all the things. I want the very best for you. I want you to have an extraordinary life. So I just want you to know I'm thinking of you and I'm celebrating you and I am so grateful to each and every one of you who have listened to this podcast this year. Huge, huge love to you all and I will be celebrating you and toasting you on New Year's Eve. Just FYI, I will be in bed very, very early. I'm not one of those people who stay up till midnight to celebrate the New Year in. (laughs) I prefer to get up early the next morning and enjoy it. So there we go. Random fact. All right. On the episode today, what I'm wanting to do is talk about how to reflect, how to learn, how to grow, and how to celebrate ourselves, okay? So we're going to cover all of that off in this episode together. So I want to start by offering you a list of questions to help you reflect on 2021. Now, you can do this any time of year. There are some fan fucking-tastic questions in here, right? So these questions are designed to help you reflect and also set yourself up for more of what you want. So in this case, more of what we want in the new year, okay? So this is also a really great opportunity to notice any themes that might arise and pick a word of focus for the new year. Right? See something that you really want to focus or hone in on moving forward. Now, just a little side note, if you are one of my clients, I will be emailing you an extended version of this list so that you can copy and paste it into a Word document to answer it or have it with you to journal on. So you will have it in writing. The rest of you, I am not going to have a chance to do that. So I just encourage you to pause the podcast and listen in, write down the ones that really resonate with you. You may have to do that separately if you're driving or walking right now, right? (laughs) Listen back through, write them down and spend some time thinking about some of these questions because there are some goodies in here. Okay, so let's start out. What did you want in 2021 that you didn't get? And why didn't you get it? Now, not from a place of judgment or criticism, but from a place of curiosity. Why didn't you get it? Right? I have enjoyed answering some of these questions for myself, and I will share with you a few of my answers as we go through. Next question. What can you do that you couldn't do this time last year? 
How fun is that? What can you do now that you couldn't do this time last year? Right? And don't just go, I don't know, or nothing. No, make your brain think about it. Come up with something. Put your brain to work. Our brains love questions. Our brains love to problem solve. Make your brain go to work for you. What is one of your favorite memories from this year? Right, one of mine is often travel related, but one of mine is when we went to Rarotonga. I went on a tropical island getaway with my partner. It was, you know, our first time going there together and it was so fun and so relaxed and just, it was just such a good break. Like that is one of my favorite memories from this year. Another one of my favorite memories is when my client sent me this huge email. I was like, oh my God, what is this? She sent it in the middle of the week and it was basically saying how much coaching had transformed transformed her and her life and she was like literally walking me through every single change that she could think of because she'd like wanted to write them all down and then she felt really compelled to share and I still remember receiving that email and literally crying as I read it so that's one of my other favorite memories next question what are you working towards that you could use help with I love that question What is one of the kindest things that someone has ever done for you? Oh my God, so good. Okay, so I have to tell you. (laughs) When I was thinking about this question, what is one of the kindest things that someone has ever done for you? Back in my early 20s, the first time I went on a huge overseas trip, I went with a friend of mine. Her name is Julie. Shout out to Julie. And we went to the UK and Europe and then we came back through Canada and we ended in New York. And when we got to Canada, we didn't realize that we had actually arrived in Toronto just before. I think we arrived there on like a Thursday and we were like, why can't we get accommodation? Why can't we find any backpackers? And it was because we had arrived Thanksgiving weekend and it was packed right? All we could find was this exorbitant hotel that we could not afford on our backpacking, you know, like with the money that we had left for (laughs) kind of coming to the end of our trip. And we were like running out of money. And we were like, holy shit, what do we do? So anyway, I had spoken to my my parents about this. My mom's like, oh, I think my friend's sister lives there. So my mom's friend, I think her name was, is Brenda. But I have never met this woman before, right? My mum's friend, who I had never met before, turns out she had a sister who lives in Toronto, who I also had never met, never knew of, right? So we get her phone number, we ring her, and we tell her our situation. And she's like, oh, no worries, we'll come and get you. You can stay here with us for the weekend. So this woman welcomed us into her home with her family and her extended family, where we spent three nights with them over Thanksgiving break. It is the only Thanksgiving I have ever experienced. It was with a Canadian family and it was incredible. My friends, oh my God, so grateful for that experience. It like literally my eyes are welling up with tears as I think about it (laughs) because we got to like, I've never experienced Thanksgiving. We don't do that here in New Zealand. And it was just all of this family coming together. They literally went around the table and talked about what they were thankful for. It was so cute. <laughs> and both me and my friend are like, oh my God, we're so thankful for you guys. Like, this is incredible, right? And it was the first and only time I have been able to experience pumpkin pie cheesecake. 
That stuff is incredible, you guys. <laughs> but it was just so fun. We played so many games and it started snowing and we went on hikes and walks and we helped prepare food and we ate like incredible amounts of food and we just had the most funniest conversations and it was just amazing. So I think that is one of the kindest things that someone has ever done for me. Another question here on the list. How do you show love to others? I love this question, right? How do you show love to others? And also like, how do you love, like to receive love is another good question. But in terms of how do you show love, one of the ways that I love to show and receive love is with like notes and words of affirmation. So my partner loves to leave notes on my whiteboard. I've got a whiteboard in my office here that I use for teaching and he will always write notes on it. And I love to leave him little post-it notes just to say, I appreciate you. I love you. You're awesome. Right. Just little cute things like that. That is one of my favorite ways to show love. Right. What is one new thing that you did or tried this year? What a fun question that is. Another question, what are you passionate about, right? You guys know I'm passionate about cats. (laughs) I love them so much, right? I'm passionate about a lot of things, travel, um, my friends and family, the beach, right? All sorts of things, solo travel, obsessed. What do you want to spend more time doing? Mm, Such a good question. Who are your heroes and why? How do you want to make a difference in this world? What's the challenge you want to overcome? And what brings you joy, right? It's interesting, as I was reflecting on this question, what brings you joy? Things that bring me joy are cuddling my cats, right? And cuddling my favorite humans and putting my toes in the sand at the beach and going for hawks, hawks, hikes and walks. (laughs) Right. But the interesting thing is that all of those things, as I was thinking about it, they're free. Right. Cuddling cats and people free. (laughs) I'm sure you can pay to do it, but right. It's free. Going on hikes and walks, like the beaches across the road, going to the beach and putting my feet in the sand and going for a walk and going for a swim in the ocean. All of that is free. Isn't that incredible to see? Like some of the things that bring me the most joy. Oh, hot showers. That's another one. Right. They are free. And I love that. Right. Another great question here. What do you want to let go of? What do you spend too much time doing? That's an interesting one. And it's something that we will like, as we go a little further down into this podcast, I will be talking about is one of the things for me that I've spent too much time doing this year that I actually want to change is I've, I've spent a little too much time consuming and I want to spend more time creating, right? I've become very aware of that. What would you do if you weren't afraid? Love that question. Right. What did you learn from your biggest mistake? What makes you lose track of time? So good. What was your childhood dream? That's so fun to think about, right? Like I love to think about what I used to do as a kid. 
<laughs> I grew up, although I had older brothers, I grew up very much like an only child as my brothers had left home. And I remember like wandering around the house, talking to myself a lot, <laughs> talking out loud a lot. Uh, very interesting. <laughs> what do you dream of achieving? And if money was no issue, how would you spend your days? Right? There's some super fun questions in there for you guys to, to think about, to sit down and answer. Right? So I want to move on to talking a little bit about evaluating. So in order to learn, to grow and to achieve and create what we want in our lives, have more of what we want, right? We have to learn what works what works for us, what works, to, you know, when it comes to achieving what we want, what doesn't work and what little tweaks we need to make to move in the direction we want to go, right? So this is where self-evaluations come in. So evaluations is something that I will often teach my clients when it comes to the goals that we are working on together, right? So I'm going to teach you a simple four-step process to evaluate and remove the judgment from learning and growing. And I am going to walk you through part of my own yearly evaluation so that you've got some examples to go off and see how you can apply this in your own life. Okay, so here is the most simplest way to do this. Four steps in answering these four questions in order, either written out by hand or typing. I most often type mine out, right, because I do this quite regularly. So. Question one is what worked? Question two is what didn't work? Question three is what will I do differently next time? And question four is what are three wins that I can celebrate? Okay. So here are some of the instances where I recommend doing this. I do this every single week. So I will evaluate the, at the beginning of the new week, I will evaluate the week that has been. Okay, especially being in business for myself, this is something I recommend if you are a business owner or you are working on creating your own business or growing your own side gig or side hustle, right, is evaluating what has worked, what hasn't worked, what you're going to change, what you're going to do differently and what you can celebrate, right. Also in relation to your goals, doing this on a regular basis with each of your goals. What's working when it comes to achieving this goal? What isn't working? What will you do differently to move closer to achieving it? And what can you celebrate from what you have done and learned so far? Okay, so questions one and four, what worked and what are three wins I can celebrate? They do overlap, right? And likely what you do put in what worked will end up in some some of the celebrations that you want to celebrate right now this is intentional because our brains love to dwell on what didn't work and all the changes that we should be making all the things we should be doing differently right so instead what we want to do is show your brain that we are winning things are working we do have things to celebrate right this is also the reason that we start with what worked because our brains love to go straight to what didn't work, right? So it's very intentional that we start with what did work. Hang on, brain. There are things that did work. There are things that are going well. There are things to celebrate. There are some wins, right? I see this all the time in coaching, right? Both with myself and with my clients. We are so quick 
to jump straight to what's not going well, what we need help with, what, you know, what we need to change. We forget to pause and reflect on what is working, what has gone well, all the wins that we've had. And this is part of the reason why I open every single coaching call with my clients with tell me what's gone well this week. What are your wins? What can we celebrate? We literally open the call by celebrating, right? I also have clients who reach out to me between calls to share their wins. I love this. Isn't that fantastic? They have literally trained their brains to look for the good, to look for what's working, to look for what they can celebrate. And they are sharing that progress. They're sharing that as they go along. So fun. (laughs) I love it. So here are some really important points here. If we don't celebrate and show our brains what is working, our brain just keeps focusing on how far we've got to go, not how far we've come, right? Our brain loves to dwell on what isn't working, but we need to show it. We are worth celebrating. We are making progress. We are taking little tiny steps. We are moving in the direction we want to go, right? We need to show our brain that deliberately, right? Because we are worth celebrating, right? Celebrate yourself as you go along. So send me a picture. If you are celebrating, I really want to encourage you. You can email me. You can tag me on social media. I'll share it. I'll give you a shout out and I will celebrate with you. Celebrate yourself. Okay. Huge fan of this. I think it needs its own podcast where we talk about like self-celebration because it's something that many of us struggle with. Right. I literally just gave a client homework where I said, how are you going to celebrate yourself when you do this? So she's got a task that she needs to complete in the next two weeks because we've got a Christmas break. So we're not seeing each other for two weeks. She's got something she's going to complete. Right. And I've said to her, I want you to come up with a list of ways you can celebrate yourself. And she was like, what? (laughs) I was like, yeah, at least five different things that you could do to celebrate you. Right. It can be as little as like high fiving yourself. Right. Sharing it with a friend, having a glass of wine right? Celebrate you. Show yourself you are worth celebrating. Okay. Anyway, I I went off on a bit of a, a tangent there. So here's how I recommend you evaluate. So as I mentioned before, either using the goals that you set at the beginning of the year, right? Regardless of whether you've achieved them or not, even if you quit partway through, it's fine, right? Just, or as an overall year's evaluation, right? So Here are some of the examples of some of my clients' goals that they are evaluating as we wrap up the end of this year. So some of their goals are putting myself first, having my own back, being more authentically me, increasing my self-confidence, making 100K working four days a week, finding someone to share my life with, losing 30 pounds, launching and growing my own business, loving myself. Now, if you didn't have any goals for 2021 for this year, that's fine. You can simply use the questions that I offer here and do this for like a whole year, right? Like incorporate all of the different areas of your life into this evaluation. Okay, so whether that's work, relationships, you know, romantic friendships, coworkers, what have you, spirituality, health, all the things you can incorporate it in. All right, that's kind of how I've done this one that I'm going to share with you. This is just kind of part of my evaluation. I've kind of grouped it together to give you a bit of an example. Okay, so first question, what went well this year? Okay, so this is just an example from my life, right? I had eight holidays. 
eight. When I looked at that, my brain exploded. I was like, what? Are you sure? (laughs) One international trip and lots of mini weekends or long weekend breaks. I was like, wow. I made six times what I made in 2020. Now, here's a pro tip. Instead of putting the numbers in, because the actual truth here is I didn't quite hit the goal I had. Right. So here's a pro tip. Make it sound as appealing as you possibly can to your brain. Right. That way your brain sees it as something positive, as something that's gone well. Okay. Next one I've got in what went well this year. We adopted two gorgeous cats and I love them so damn much. I created a new business with my business coach bestie, Becca. I helped hundreds of women all over the world. I launched a new podcast. I hosted my first of many group coaching calls. I was paid $500 to host a one hour group coaching call from another well-known coach. Now this blew my effing mind of what was possible in terms of income to earn. It's the most I have ever made in my life for an hour. I was like, what? Blew my mind. I was invited to be a guest speaker on two of my coaches' podcasts. I increased my self-confidence and my self-belief. I took having my own back to a whole new level. I made some incredible new friends. I tried lots of different things. I failed and I didn't beat myself up for it. So those are some examples of what went well this year. So let's move on to what didn't go well. So I didn't quite hit my financial goal. Now, I always recommend when you're looking at what didn't go well is you expand on why. Even if you don't know exactly why, like take some guesses. Why do you think it could have happened? Why might that have happened? Why, why, why maybe did that go like that, right? It is well worth exploring, not from a place of judgment, right? Drop out of the judgment and into curiosity. But why do you think you didn't hit your financial goal, right? Like, here, here's the thing. We want to learn from this. We don't want to beat ourselves up. We want to learn so that we can make some tweaks to go into the next year with, right? To go into the next quarter, the next week with, right? So for me, when I started asking why, I noticed that I kept avoiding running webinars or free trainings. And I spent a lot of this year telling myself things like, I don't know how, or I don't know where to start. And I also kept believing the thought, I don't feel like it. Which brings me to my next point of what didn't go well. I spent a lot of this year believing my brain when it said I don't feel like it. Even though I know intellectually that I don't need to quote unquote feel like it in order to get things done. Right? Another thing here I've got is more often than not, I didn't plan my weeks out all right, I didn't plan out how would you, I would utilize the time in amongst my client calls, my podcast recording, those kinds of things that are standing appointments for me. I didn't use that time very productively. And another thing that didn't go well is I've noticed that I consumed more than I created this year. Now, I think some of that came from a place of believing the thought, I don't know what to do or where to start, which created some self-doubt. Now, I think it's also easier for me to believe that than make the decision of where to start and what to do, right? So I noticed that it was easier for me to hang out in that place of doubt instead of taking charge and, and, you know, choosing a place of confidence from which to operate from. 
so fascinating to see this in reflection. So the next question here, what will I do differently? Now, I recommend that you answer this to speak to each of your points and what didn't go well. So what will I do differently for each of the things that I've written down in the what didn't go well column so that I've got like a a strategy to move forward, right? Like what am I learning that I'm going to change? How am I going to implement that change moving forward? Okay. So for me, decisions ahead of time, and this will be an upcoming podcast, guys, decisions ahead of time, deciding ahead of time that you know, I want to run X number of trainings per quarter, right? Planning ahead of time, making those decisions ahead of time. Also focusing on commitment and consistency are two of the big things for me in 2022, right? So I've expanded hugely in that, but I won't go into detail here, right? Another thing here is creating a plan for when my brain says I don't feel like it and deciding how I will handle that when it happens, what I will remind myself and what I will do when it happens. So I'm planning for it to happen and then having, you know, knowing it's going to happen, having a plan to put into place, right? I am going to start every Monday morning with evaluating, which I do most weeks. As as I said, I use this process to evaluate the week before And then at that time, after evaluating, I'm going to plan the week ahead. So I'm going to take an hour to plan every Monday morning. First thing, before I launch into my week, I'm going to create a system that ensures I am productive. Okay. So that's just some ideas of how to utilize what worked, what didn't work, and what I will do differently. Now, remember the last question, question number four, is what are three wins I can celebrate? So what are three wins I can celebrate from this year, right? I had eight holidays. Holy shit, y'all. <laughs> Country was locked down, but still. <laughs> I love that. That is a huge win. I definitely want to celebrate, right? Another one, which I actually didn't put in here and share with you all, but it was some of the feedback that I received from my clients. Some of the things that they have shared with me, I have literally saved all of the things that they have said in a folder, right? I've talked about my file of fantastic shit before, and I do a similar thing with everything that my clients share with me, all of their wins, all of the incredible changes that they have created and challenges they've overcome. Like when they share something with me, I save that in a special place. And that is such a win because that folder is like bursting and overflowing. And I feel so much love and gratitude for my clients. That is such a win for me. Another one is I created a new business with my business bestie and it's so fun. It just, I just love being in business with someone else. It's super fun and we're getting to help lots of other coaches do incredible work in the world. I love it, right? So picking anything from your what went well, anything at all that you want to celebrate and then my friends deciding how you're going to celebrate yourself right? Spend some time thinking about that. How are you going to celebrate you? Do you celebrate yourself? As I said, we need a whole nother podcast on that. (laughs) All right, my friend, I just want to say a huge thank you. Thank you to you for listening to this podcast in 2021. It has been my honor and my pleasure to be here with you each and every week. Okay. And lastly, I'd love to invite you to join me on a call to create your own unique strategy for 2022, right? 
I would love to help you get really clear on what you want to do, what you want to create, what you want your life to be and look like, and exactly what is required to get there, right? I am an expert in helping people overcome their own obstacles and have their own backs, right? And I'd love to help you have that opportunity to spend an hour with you and see exactly what's possible, right? Let's talk about what's possible for you, all right? I'll pop a link. If this interests you, I would love to meet you, right? I'll pop a link in the show notes. Or you can visit xenajones.com and book in for a free call through my website. All right. Let's start 2022 off with a bang. Huge love to you. Have a beautiful, incredible new year. And let's be an example of what is possible in 2022. Let's go. Hey, if you are loving everything you are hearing here on the podcast and you are ready to create a bigger life, a life with more love, joy, and freedom, then I want to personally invite you to join me on a Zoom call where we can explore what it will look like to have me in your corner, helping you apply the coaching tools that you are learning here on the podcast to your life. Come on over to xenajones.com, that's X-E-N-A-J-O-N-E-S.com and book your free call today.